What up, what up, what up, y'all? Welcome back to the Be That Bitch podcast with your bitch, Allie. I am so excited to be here with y'all today. I have a little bit of a cough. I have been a nervous wreck. So, you know, this podcast might totally, what's the kids say nowadays, slap? Or it might totally like fall and crumble into oblivion. You can let me know. Um, And I honestly wasn't going to record a podcast today. If you guys haven't realized, it's not our usual day. You know that ours is Tough Love Tuesday, but... We're doing it on a Wednesday. So Wild Card Wednesday? I don't fucking know. But we're doing it on our unnormal day because I honestly wasn't going to record a podcast this week. My mind has been all over the fucking place. Honestly, since I got back from my trip to Punta Cana, what was it, three weeks ago? It's honestly just been a rolling downhill of fucking disaster since then with the hives and my mindset and all of these things. And I was doing my last three mile run today before the marathon on Saturday. So it was my last three miles. I have two two mile runs after this. Um, And I finished my audiobook and I literally just ran. Nothing in my ear, nothing. I just wanted to run and hear myself breathe and hear this all the fucking sounds of the world, right? And in that moment, I was like, Allie, you gotta snap the fuck out of it. Like you've got to snap the fuck out of it. You've got to remember you're not just a bitch, you are that bitch. And you have not come this far to only come this far. And I just had to kind of like start speaking these mantras. And this is honestly nothing to do with, I mean, it is a lot to do with the topic of today, but this is just like my let's catch up on life intro. Um, but anyways, like I was chanting, telling myself, you got to like chant these mantras. And so the ones that I came up with are, you know, you've got this, you've got this, right? Just kind of reminding myself, you've got this, but also you did not come this far to only come this far. Reminding myself that I have been training almost five months for this day. So I did not come this far to only come this far, but also reminding myself that it's me against me, nobody else. It's me against me and that I will finish this. I will finish it. So just repeating these things to me. And I don't know, maybe you can think of a mantra. If you're like in a stuck in a fucking dirt gutter mindset, think of some mantras that you can start yelling at yourself, that you can start saying to help get you. And I know it sounds so fucking cliche, right? And she's going to say these mantras, but I am telling you, bitch, they fucking work. Hold on. I'm just trying to get my water bottle. Remember y'all hydrated bitch is a happy bitch. That was probably the sound you heard. But anyways, so that's kind of where I've been the last three weeks is just fighting mindset battles. And today I just released it. I released it. I released it to my training. I released it to God. I had to tell myself, Allie, you've done what it takes. You have put in the time. You've put in the hours. You have put in the dedication. You have put in the work. There's nothing else you can do. It's all done. You've done it. Now it's just time to get in the right mindset. And I truly do believe that at the end of the day, that's everything that holds us back is our mindset. You know, it's not our body, it's our mind, because our body is way more capable than we give it credit for. Even if, you know, heaven forbid, we do have some faults with our body. Maybe it's a disability or maybe it's, you know, an injury or maybe it's this or maybe it's that. 
we can still do something. I think sometimes if we think we have one thing against us, we have all things against us and we forget that there's still something we can do even if we can't do everything. And so I'm just, I'm releasing it. This is me releasing all of the negativity, all of the thoughts I've had, all the doubts I've had, all the fears I've had, and I'm giving it to God. I'm giving it to my training. I'm giving it to my coach. I'm giving it to everything that's gotten me to this point and realizing that I've got this. Even if the hills are a fucking bitch. So Saturday, Saturday, I don't know. What's the date of Saturday for you guys who are watching this? Because the next episode we'll have here is the marathon recap. Saturday the 23rd. Saturday the 23rd, I am going to be running 26.2 miles. And I have never ran over 18 miles. So it's insane. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm all the emotions. But I know I'm ready and I know I'm going to get it. Um, I've been letting, you know, ever since I found out that there's a six hour time cap, right? So like the longest you can run is six hours. Like if you don't finish it in six hours, you get a DNF, which is a do not finish. And I don't know of anything that would sting more than getting a DNF. Like I think I, I honestly don't know anything else that would sting. I mean, I'm going to run fucking 26.2 miles, even if I'm running fucking laps around the dub gum hotel fucking parking lot to get to 26 miles. I am getting that even if I don't finish in that time, but I'm going to like, it's not even an option not to, right? I think sometimes we just got to remind ourselves that it's not an option not to like, we've got to push ourselves and we've got to just take that option off the table. Um, but anyways, that was a six minute intro into the life of Allie Griffith right now. Um, you know, we're just doing the damn thing and we're, we're, fighting through. But I wanted to do an episode really just highlighting my running journey. I think if you've new here, I am not like a seasoned runner. I haven't been running forever. Um, I honestly picked up running one year ago this month um, casually. And I just kind of wanted to talk about that, where I was then, what got me there, what I did when I first started, how it progressed, and just really take you through that journey. I feel like it's something really important to hear before I do my marathon recap next week. Um, and I really wanted to make sure that this was a podcast episode, but also I get the question all the time and it'll be really good to have a reference point for anybody who ever wonders about my running history and my running journey um, because I think it's, you know, special. And I love listening to how people got to where they are today because it reminds me that we all start somewhere, right? We all start in a place of the bottom to work our way to the top, right? No one starts at the top and finishes at the top. It just doesn't fucking work that way. Everybody starts at the bottom and works their way up. The bottom might be different for everybody, but everybody starts at their bottom. And so my bottom with my running journey, um, let's just kind of start back at the beginning. So I have always hated running. <laughs> I have hated it since as long as I can remember. I remember back in elementary school. I don't know if y'all had this in elementary school, but it was the like physical ed fucking PT test or whatever the hell it was, right? Where you had to like do a pull up. Fuck you, Andrew pull ups, Arnold Mill Elementary School. Yeah, I said it. Um, and you had to, you know, do like suicides and you had to do crunches. I don't know if any of this is ringing a bell for all y'all. But then you also had to run one mile, which was four laps around that damn track in, outside. And I remember so vividly 
not like I refused to even attempt to run because I said I always said I couldn't do it. So I would be the person that would get it fail that just because she would walk around the track like she wouldn't even try. I wouldn't even try. And then at some point whenever I got into high school, I got my doctor. So I got um, what is it like I got uh, fucking what's the word I'm looking for? Damn it. What is that word? I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember the word. And that was a really long pause. So we're going to we're literally drawing a blank. But anyways, I got exercise induced asthma, like the doctor, whatever diagnosed. That's the fucking word. Damn, that was hard. I got diagnosed with exercise induced asthma and I milked that bitch for all that it was worth. I got my doctor to write a note that I could not run and had it filed so that they wouldn't even ask me to walk around the track like I I would not do it in cheerleading. I would show up late to warm ups and not do it. I just wouldn't do it. I always told myself, Allie, you are not a runner. You cannot be a runner. There is nothing about you that's a runner. I never saw somebody with my body type running. So I never thought it was possible for me. And it was too fucking hard. I would literally run like 0.1 miles, right? Like 0.10 miles or whatever. And be completely winded, completely dead to the world. And that was it. So... From as long as I can remember, I've hated running. There was times that I would force myself to run because that's what I thought I needed to do, lose weight. And I hated it and I didn't know what I was doing. And I would quit anytime it got hard because, I mean, it shouldn't be this hard, right? But also, I just, I always chalked it up as, Allie, people like you don't run. Obese people don't run. People that have big ass thighs that rub together and create fucking friction. Remember thunder and lightning and they roar and they create friction. And it's just like that shit don't no, no, they don't do that. Have you seen the runners in the tiny, tiny shorts? Yeah, those are the people that run, not you. And so I just lived by this mantra that I'm not a runner. Um, I tried to do treadmills. I've tried to go outside. I've tried those Pinterest like intervals. I tried it all. And I just said, Allie, this is not you. This is not who you are. Um, And then in 2020, so fast forward many years, right? 2020, I was going through a really, 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 really dark spout of postpartum depression. Um, and I was trying to pull myself out and all these things. And we had a new program. So I'm associated with Beachbody. I'm a coach with Beachbody. And we have a new, we had a new program, a running program. And I was like, you know what, Allie, this is going to be it. Like, we're going to do this. This is fate. You know, I was working through my postpartum depression. I thought this would push me out of my comfort zone. It was going to be everything. Um, and I bought new running shoes. Like I went and bought fucking expensive ass running shoes. I was in it to fucking win it. <laughs> you know that you, when you're committed, when you go and buy $140 shoes. Um, and then I took a picture. I spoke it out into existence that I was going to do this. I was going to finish this 30 day program and run a 5k. I made, <laughs> y'all, I made it five days into that program and I quit. I quit and I was running like an entire boot camp with it. I had so many women doing this group with me and I quit on them. I quit on them. I quit on myself. And I realized at that moment, I was like, yep, see, give it my best effort. Not meant to be. But what I've realized is I would never allow myself to do that, right? Like I kept telling myself, Allie, you're not a runner. Allie, you can't do this. So every single time I would put my sneakers on and lace them up and hit the road, I would be literally having this fucking 
like nonstop record in my head saying, you're not a runner. You can't do this. And when you tell yourself you can't do something so many fucking times, your brain's like, bitch, why are we doing this? We already know we can't do this. So it's looking for those supporting reasons as to why you can't do this. Oh, it's hard. Oh, your heart rate's heavy. Oh, you can't do, and all of these things, right? And so anytime it got hard, I quit. And so in that moment, I quit that program. I quit on, you know, over a hundred of my girls that was doing it with me. They all finished. They did their 5K and I didn't. I did not finish. I did not even get remotely halfway through the program. And I felt like a failure, but I also was justifying it because I'm not a runner. And I proved myself that I wasn't a runner because I went for it one more time. How many times have y'all told yourself that you're not something or you've been telling yourself that you can't do it and then when you don't do it, you're just like, see, I knew I couldn't do it. Maybe it's like you, you've you always thought you couldn't lose weight. And every single time you went and started a new program or you started a new journey and you didn't lose weight, you were like, well, see, fuck it. I already t- I knew I couldn't do it. This is just proving it, right? We're already counting ourselves out before we even give ourselves an honest chance. And I really feel like that's what I did my entire life. I counted myself out before I ever gave myself an honest chance. Y'all, I was known for my fucking quote that if I'm running, you best believe your motherfucking ass should be running too because something's chasing me. Something is chasing me and it's gonna be coming to get you too. So we need to get going. Or the only way I'm running towards something is if it's a margarita. Like it's fucking getting dangled in front of my face. Like that's the only reason I'm running forward is something's chasing me or there's a margarita. Other than that, like I am not, like I thought people were lunatics for paying a hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars to run. You couldn't pay me not to, like you couldn't pay me enough to run, let alone me paying you to run. Like I thought those bitches were crazy. And these were just all supporting arguments as to why I couldn't do these things, right? So Anyways, that brings us up to 2020. And, you know, I had chalk it up. I was like, I am never going to run. I'm never going to be a runner. I bought these expensive shoes, clocked, what, maybe five miles on them, put them up, you know, counted it as a loss, whatever, and kept it moving. Um, And that was October of 2020. In January of 2021, I was like, sick. I was sick and tired of my fucking excuses. I was sick of hiding behind the lies that I had told myself for so long. I told myself that I never could go all in in something. I told myself that I could never, you know, stick to something 100%. And I was like, you know what? We're going to prove myself wrong right here and now. I am ready to prove that I am not the victim of my circumstances. I am the victor of my life, right? I think sometimes we get so fucking used to playing the victim of our lives that we don't even give ourselves the chance to be the victor. And I wanted to be the victor. I wanted to come out and say, you know what, life? I control you. You don't control me. Circumstances, I control you. You don't control me. And I did that. I went out and I fucking completed 75 hard. And like anybody, when they get towards the end of 75 hard, which if you don't know what 75 hard is, a couple episodes earlier, I did my whole 75 hard journey with my friend Kelly. And, you know, I, I, I touch base on that program. So and if you don't know anything about it, GTS, Google that shit, look it up, be resourceful. Um, but anyways, I had that question, that burning question at the end of it. What's next? Because if you don't know anything about this challenge, it's like the hardest challenge that I think I've ever done in my entire life that's ever been created. And you get 
it's like you get this big ass fear that this is it, that this is the last time you're going to be able to challenge yourself. This is going to be the last time that you're going to be able to do anything scary. It's going to be the last time that you're ever going to be able to, you know, go after something audacious. And I was definitely afraid of becoming complacent again and sliding back into my old bad habits. And so that moment I was like, you know what, Allie, what other lies have we been living by that we can go ahead and fucking demolish? What lies have we been living by that we can go and say, you know what, let's see if this actually was true. And the first thing that came to mind was running. The first thing that came to my mind was running because it's the first thing that I remember from a young age being able to being saying that I could never do that. I could never do that. And so I was like, all right, we're going to do this. Like we're going to try to run. We're going to put one foot in front of the other. We're not going to try to do anything crazy, but we're going to see what could happen if we committed to doing one run a week. I did one run a week for four, four weeks, right? So like I did four runs and we were going to see what we could do and keep progressing. So the first time I ever went out to run, it was in March or it was in April, sorry, of 2021. And I remember how fucking hard that was. I mean, here I am. I was a 200 and maybe 70 pound woman trying to run for the first time ever in my neighborhood. And my neighborhood ain't flat by any means like she got she got some hills so I was trying to run and I was like you know what how can we make this super obtainable like how can we make this into bite-side chunks that doesn't overwhelm me too much and so I came up with the I didn't come up with it but I did the run walk method and so basically what I did was I would set my music on and I would run for a half of a song walk for two and a half songs, run for a half of a song, walk for two and a half songs. And I would do that until I felt like I had that, that under control, right? So basically running for 30 second intervals. Um, and then once I felt like I had that under control, I was like, all right, so let's go ahead and run one whole song and walk two songs, run one whole song, walk two songs. Sorry if you guys keep hearing pauses and stuff. I have this really bad cough, like I told y'all, and I keep pausing to cough and blow my nose and stuff like that. I'm really hoping this cough goes away by Saturday. Um, but anyways, so like I was saying, and then I progressed from there. So it went from one song to two songs, and then it just kept progressing from there. And it wasn't a quick progression. It was a very slow, tedious process. And I really, truly believe that's why I stuck with it is because I was not focused on being fast or running really far. I was just focusing on taking it step by step, chunk by chunk until I started feeling confident with it. I remember my first goal and I was over the fucking moon when I hit this goal. My first goal was to run three miles and 45 minutes. That was my first goal because you guys think I, my first mile was an 18 minute mile. It took me over three months to get from an 18 minute mile to a 15 minute mile. And I get that that's slow as fucking molasses on a cold winter's day. Like it's so low, but that is kind of the progression of how I went. And so my first huge goal was I wanted to run three miles in 45 minutes. Of course, that wasn't going to be straight. It was running and walking like I had been doing, but that was my big goal. And I did not hit it the first time I went for it. I didn't hit it the second time I went for it. I didn't hit it the third, but I did hit it the fourth time. And 
gosh, I cannot think where I would, I would like, I don't even want to think about it, where I would be now if I would have given up that first goal, that first goal to run three miles in 45 minutes. What if I would have given up because I didn't hit it the first, second or third time? What if I had said it just wasn't meant to be? What if I said, you know what? See, you're never going to be a runner. You can't even run this. People are running fucking 20 minute 5Ks and you can't do this. You'll never be a runner. And I just had to tell myself, Allie, you're going to do this. You did not come this far to only come this far. You did not put in all this work to not hit this goal because it was my big first goal. And so I kept just putting shoes to pavement and I moved my one run a week to two runs a week. And eventually I hit that goal. I hit that goal and y'all, I cannot tell you how good it felt to set my mind to something and go after it and fucking finally get it after failing so many times. I remember going in live in my boot camp. I run monthly fitness boot camps and telling my girls, I was like, y'all, what if we just changed our perspective on failing? What if instead of looking at failing as the opposite of success, we look at it as part of the success formula. We looked at it as part of the success formula where every single time we fail, it gets us one step closer to finally seeing success because with every failing we have a learning opportunity to readjust and go back at our goal right because just because we fail doesn't mean we are a failure I think so many times we get that correlation so misconstrued. We associate failing with being a failure. And that is not the case. The only time you're a failure is if you completely give up. That is the only time you're a failure. Failing does not mean you're a failure. Failing is part of the process. It's learning. It's an opportunity to go back better and stronger than ever. And I learned in that moment, all right, Allie, you can do hard things. You can do this. And so in October of 2021, I was like, you know what? We're going to. We're going to sign up for our first 5K. It was a year after starting a running program and quitting on over 100 of my clients. A year after, I signed up for a 5K. And I went out and I ran that 5K and I cried and I got cramps and it was the hardest thing I'd ever done. But I ran that 5K in under 40 minutes. And in that moment, I felt like that bitch. Like no one could tell me shit because I was proving to myself that Allie, you can do this. You can do this. And once you get that first, like that first bite of success, that first bite of actually proving to yourself that you can do this, that helps instill that belief in yourself. Because I truly believe that belief comes from proving to ourselves that we can do this. Belief comes from action, which then belief and action creates confidence. And so, of course, I didn't believe that I could do it because I hadn't done it yet. But once I finally did it, then I was like, damn, Allie, like I finally believe that this is possible for me. So if this is possible for me, what else could be possible for me? And so that moment I was like, you know what? We ran a 5K. I wonder if we could run a 10K. Like, I wonder if we could run a 10K. And so a month and a half later, I signed up for a 10K and I gave myself a month and a half to train for it. And I went from running twice a week to three times a week. And I went from running, you know, one, two, three miles up to 
three, four, five miles. And I went and I finished that 10K. And I cannot tell you that 10K was a mind fuck. It was the biggest mind fuck because somebody, <clears throat> Allie, doesn't know how to read times. And I showed up late to that 10K, right? So I showed up late to the 10K. Everybody had already went off the start line. And so I ran that entire 10K by myself. There was hills. It was scary. It was freaking exhausting. It was another opportunity to prove to myself that I didn't need other people's approval. I didn't need other people cheering me on to prove to myself that I can do something to actually do that thing. And so I went for it. I did it. And I was so, so damn proud of myself. I cannot tell you how proud of me I was. And then I was like, all right, so we've done a 10K. And I was coming on to the end of the year and I wanted to end the year in a bang. I wanted to end 2021, the year that completely changed my entire fucking life with doing something that I never thought I could do, something that was hard as hell. And so I signed up for a half marathon because I am a crazy ass bitch. And when I fucking do something, I just want to go balls to the fucking wall. And so I signed up for a half marathon um, in December and I trained for that half marathon by myself. I didn't have a coach. I didn't didn't have anyone telling me what to do. I just Googled plans like I Googled running, you know, plans. And I just followed that. That half marathon was one of the most humbling experiences of my entire life. But it proved to me that I can do hard things. And there is nothing that proves to us more that we can do hard things than going out there and fucking doing something that you never in your wildest dreams thought you could do. And I just broke down and cried at that end of that half marathon. And that was honestly as far as I thought I was going to run. I thought that was going to be the end of the length. And, you know, coming into 2022, I was like, should we? Should we really try for a marathon? Um, and, you know, I was like, I, I honestly didn't even think I could do it. But I was doing 75 hard again. And I was like, Allie, you're always going to have this inkling question of what if. What if you would have gone for that? What if you would have tried? What if you wouldn't have let your fear dictate you? And I know maybe some of you guys have those what ifs in your head. And right now there's something that you want to do, but you're not doing it because you were so fucking afraid. But I would... I want to ask you this. Would you rather do it scared and fail knowing that you gave it your all? Or would you rather living forever with that question of what if I would have done that? See, for me, I would rather live life with a oops than a what if, right? I would have rather live life with a oops, see, went for that, fucking did not do it. It sucked, but I know I went for it. Then a um, what if I would have? What if I would have just tried? Would that have been the thing? Would that have been the thing that changed my life? I mean, for my fitness journey, right? Four and a half years ago, I did Beachbody. I started Beachbody and it was like the scariest thing I ever did because I had failed losing weight so many fucking times. I never thought it was possible for me to get healthy. I never thought it was possible for me to get fit. I never thought it was possible for me to stick to anything. I almost did not say yes to this journey because that fear, and I was so deathly afraid of fucking throwing money and investing in something and quitting it just like I did everything else. And 
I decided to do it in spite of the fear because I did not want to live with the question of what if this was my solution. So like this, I didn't want to live with the question of what if I would have gone for that marathon? Would I have been able to do it? Um, and then I got really obsessed with the movie Brittany Runs a Marathon. It's like the best movie ever. Um, and so I signed up for the Nashville Rock and Roll Marathon. In January, I started with a running coach the first time, right? So this is the first time I ever worked with a running coach. They are amazing. I need to see if I can get her on the podcast. I think that would be a really good episode. Um, but she helped map me out a plan and I went to work. I have put in so many miles. I have done things that I never thought I could do, Um And it's getting us to this point right here, right now. Y'all, I will tell you, there is nothing like the mental battle that is running. Like, especially distance running, because you go through so many emotions in one single run that people will go through those emotions in a whole month. And you're doing it in one single run. Like it's such an ebb and flow. You start out strong. Then, you know, then you're asking yourself, why the fuck am I doing this? Then you're saying this was the stupidest idea ever. And then you're like, all right, well, fuck it. We're over halfway. We got this. And then at the end, you feel like the baddest bitch in the world, right? Like so many of these emotions. And y'all, I can go on and on and on about talking about how much running has completely changed my life just with the mental aspect of going for something and proving myself wrong. But if I could tell the alley, the alley of five years ago, what she is now, she would never, ever, ever believe it. Fuck. If I would have told the alley of two and a half years ago, where alley of today would be, she wouldn't have believed it. And I truly believe it's because I had to go through some of the hardest years of my life, which 2020 almost broke me. I had to go through that year to be able to go for all these big things to start getting obsessed with proving myself wrong. Y'all, so many of us are so obsessed with living in our fucking excuses. Why don't we just become obsessed with proving ourselves wrong? Why don't we become obsessed of chasing down every fucking lie we've lived our life by and seeing if that is actually a fact or if it's just a fucking opinion, right? Because a matter of fact is you can do these things, right? You can lose weight. You can run. You can commit to something. You can drink water. You can eat healthy. You can skip the drive-thru. So why the fuck are we telling ourselves we can't? It's we're not willing to. Y'all, for so long, I was not willing to try to run. I was not willing to allow myself to enjoy running because I was living by the lie that I can't do something that I couldn't do it. And so every single time that I would even attempt, I already had my mind made up that I couldn't do it. I didn't stand a fucking chance. But when I started questioning why couldn't I, when I started questioning it, that's when life changed. Instead of saying, I can't run, I kept saying, I'm learning to run. Maybe I can't right now. Maybe I'm really bad at it right now. But I'm learning how to do it. I'm learning to get better. Y'all, I went from an 18-minute mile in April of 2021. In April of 2022, I can run a nine-minute mile. My easy miles, which are super low heart rate, are 11-minute miles. The alley I am today is not by luck. It's not by God-given talent. It's not by chance. 
It's a product of hard fucking work. It's a product of constantly going after and proving myself that I can do these things. It's putting my money where my mouth is and showing up imperfect and working your ass off to get better and better and better. It's instead of being obsessed with living by my excuses, I got obsessed with the fucking process of getting better. I didn't look at things of how bad I was. I looked at it from an opportunist standpoint of how good I could get. Because like anything, right? Everybody says your first run, your first 5K, your first 10K, your first half marathon, it's already your best. It's your personal record. And it can only get better from there. And I lived by that motto. Always just trying to be better than I was yesterday. So it's not been a beautiful, smooth sailing journey. It's been rocky. It's been hard. And honestly, I've done a lot of it just under the fucking like not even knowing what I was doing. I didn't actually know what I was doing until January when I hired somebody that knew what she was doing. I didn't do no couch to 5Ks. I didn't do any run. Like I didn't do any of that. I just put shoes to pavement. That was my running method. That was my game plan. Sneakers to pavement. Every day, sneakers to pavement. Working on being better. You don't have to know everything to take that first step. And that is what I kept reminding myself. Sneakers to pavement, Allie. Sneakers to pavement. And so maybe running isn't something that you're wanting to do. Maybe it's, you know, going after a business venture or starting a fitness journey or eating healthy. What could be your sneakers to pavement? What could be your first little step? Y'all, we've got to be obsessed with doing it imperfectly. My motto is do it messy because messy action moves the needle a fucking hell of a lot faster than inaction. So many people are so obsessed with doing it perfectly, having a perfect plan, having the perfect outline, having the perfect weather and the perfect whatever. They get so obsessed with the idea of perfection that they never even leave the start line. But what if we just get used to doing it messy? And we know that it's going to be perfectly imperfect and that it's going to be messy and ugly and beautiful all at the same time. And we're going to learn and we're going to fall on our face and we're going to get back up, but we're going to keep moving forward. So I'm going to leave you with that, y'all, as I'm going into my marathon. I am so nervously excited, but I know that I have done the work, that I have put in the action and that This is a product of a year of work under my belt. And that when I pass that finish line on Saturday, I will have officially proven to myself that there is nothing that this bitch can't do. There's nothing. Because I am that bitch. And I am going to be that bitch that finishes 26.2 miles. There's no ands, ifs, ors, buts about it. Y'all, you have to have that kind of conviction. What kind of bitch are you? What bitch are you going to do? Are you going to be that bitch that finally sticks to her meal plan? Are you going to be that bitch that runs? Are you going to be that bitch that goes and signs up for a gym membership? Are you going to be that bitch that finally upholds the commitments you make to yourself? Are you going to be that bitch that finally 
un- unravels all those excuses you've been living by and proves them to be false. You can do anything you put your mind to. And I hope this story just proves to you that we all start somewhere. We all start from a place of disbelief and we all start from somewhere that we don't know if we can do it. And it's only because we haven't done it yet. Our brain has to find evidence as to why we can do it. And the only way that does is by action. So anyways, I hope this episode was good. I hope it was helpful. If you found any, any value in it whatsoever, can you please do me a favor and share it to your Instagram stories and tag me and share one of your biggest takeaways so I can share it and send you a voice memo and say thank you. Can you also please scroll down, hit the five stars and leave a rating and review. They mean so much to me and it's the only way that this podcast grows. This is a passion project of mine and I truly just believe more women need to hear these stories. One more women need to know that we no one starts out perfectly and I will be the first one to put my entire life out there to show you that it is not all rainbows butterflies and fucking rain unicorn shit like it's hard work so I hope this was great again I love you guys so much thank you for sticking around with me next week we will do a marathon recap when I do finish 26.2 miles and I'm gonna leave you like I always leave you In a world full of bitches, be that bitch. Whatever that bitch is to y'all. Love you. Bye.